Hello, my beautiful queens, and welcome to Queen Creations Radio, your one-stop shop for all things fashion, mindset, body positivity, women's empowerment, and all the -the behind-the-scenes action of Queen Creations design. I am your host and the creative director of Queen Creations, Natasha Mundy. This week on Queen Creations Radio, we're actually going to be diving into the topic of, um, you know, looking after yourself and putting yourself first and, you know, and investing in yourself as well and what that actually means. Um, You know, this is actually my second go at recording this episode because it started one way and I just wasn't really happy with it. So here we are again, uh, take two, and I'm really looking forward to sharing this with you this week. All right, queens, it is wrap-up time. So what has been going on in the world of Queen Creations design? Well, we are back at uni and let me tell you, is that, you know, a little introduction back to the real world again? I'm, you know, I've enjoyed having my time off and being out to so create and design as I see fit, but now we're heading straight into graduate collection and I'm really, really excited about this because as I've shared with you guys before, my graduate collection is what I intend to use to actually launch my business. So, I'm really, really excited about that. I did a little networking the other day in my little weekly wrap-up. I actually went on a lady date. Yep, I know I've spoken to you guys about building your tribes, especially your lady tribes, and I went out and did that with somebody that I've connected with over Instagram. Um, You know, and if you'd like to follow her, name is Kia, and she is at Join the Joneses. Um, and she's an entrepreneur and a businesswoman as well. And we just, we went out and had a cocktail, met up, spoke business, spoke life, spoke everything. And honest to God, I feel like um, that I'd known this woman my entire life. Um, we just did not skip a beat. So that was really exciting. So a little bit of me practicing what I'm preaching as well. So that was really exciting. Um, personal life, as you can tell, I've got a bit of a cold at the moment. So that's none too fun. Um, so I do apologize if this is a little stop start. This is the second time I've had to record this wrap up because the first time it just sounded so blah. Um, but I'm going to get through it because I've got a lot of content that I want to get out there with you guys and share today. So I'm really, really excited. Um, also in the personal life, I had a, we did a Valentine's Day family date, which was really exciting. We went out to Maxwell Wines, did a picnic, got a little platter, got a bottle of champagne. They had a, um, one of those garden mazes. It was awesome. So we were really, really lucky. We had a really great day somewhere under the shade. It was just, it was just really perfect. So, um, and so, yeah, also in my personal life, I've actually signed up to MBA, which is the Manifestation Babe Academy, which I'm really excited about and working through in the next 16 weeks. Um, I just have so much to, you know, grow and learn and I'm just, oh, so excited about it, so excited about it. But you know what? We're just going to get straight into the topic this week. Have fun. So, today's topic, hmm, we are talking about you today. We, it is all about you. Right. So what we're actually talking today is about sort of a bit of self-love, self-care, you know, and and looking after yourself and sort of putting yourself first and investing in yourself, you know, and that's what we, we're going to cover today. And it's a bit of a funny and a bit of a touchy topic because when we get into this topic, when we start 
saying things like, oh, I'm going to put myself first or I'm going to allow some time for self-care or, you know, practice self-love and, you know, I want to invest in myself. Um, You know, I don't know about you guys, but for me that definitely comes over with a sense of um, guilt, you know, and it can sound really, you can feel that it sounds really selfish to say I'm going to put myself first. Um, So, we want to change that narrative a little bit because, you know, there's so much in regards to, to doing this because it's not about, you know, doing this of like I'm just going to be totally selfish and I'm going to forget about everybody else and I'm just going to, you know, do what it is I want to do when I want to do it and all that sort of stuff. It's not about that at all, you know, because what it's actually about is, you know, giving to yourself first so that you have more of yourself to give to other people. All right, so I think it's really important as a community um, and especially as the, f- the female community is that we um, we need to change that narrative, you know, so that it's not something that we associate with guilt or shame. And it's also, you know, we kind of got to break that cycle a little bit as well because, you know, like it's, you know, th- this is sort of language and, and the sort of guilt and, and shame is something that's actually passed down, you know, like because, you know, there's a certain way that women are supposed to be and we're supposed to be selfless and, you know, put our families and our children's and our husbands and everybody else first that, you know, we're, we're sitting here running on empty and, and pouring from empty cups. So I just want to jump into that a little bit. I think I'm going to break this down into – you know, sort of two parts. So firstly, I want to talk, I guess, a little bit about self-love. So, you know, coming from a place of self-love, what I actually mean about that is that I think sometimes, and, and we can all be a little guilty of this, is that we look to other people or we look externally for things to fulfill us and make us happy. All right, so, you know... You know, I love throwing my old sayings out there. So I'm going to look, you know, that old saying of, you know, how can you expect someone else to love you when you don't love yourself first? You know, as much as some of these old sayings are like terrible, there are other ones that are just completely relevant. So, you know, what I what I mean by this is, you know, like you need to look to put your needs first because there isn't anybody out there who's got your best interest at heart. They've all got their own best interest at heart and that is okay. And we're not saying that that's a bad thing. It's that, you know, we're all put on this this earth for, you know, whatever time that we have. And we need to, you know, we need to, everybody needs to make the most of that time that they are given. And, you know, part of that is that, you know, we sort of tend to look out for, you know, ourselves, but when when we're women and mothers, we tend to look after everybody else first. So we're not putting our own needs first, but we're also sometimes I think that we can be guilty of putting a little bit of pressure on people outside of us, whether it is our, our friends, our parents, our husbands, our partners, our wives, you know, whoever it may be, is that we put a lot of pressure on them for them to make us happy or for them to fulfill the needs, you know, that we need fulfilling. You know, I've talked from my own personal sort of experience here is that, you know, when I hung up my boots from wrestling, you know, obviously that was sort of, you know, quite devastating in that. But I felt like 
there were some people who didn't support me in the way that I needed to be supported. But at the same time, I didn't actually clearly communicate how it was that I needed to be supported. So, you know, what are they mind readers? Do I expect them to just know, you know, what it is that I need without talking to them about it? No, it doesn't quite work like that. But then what it really did is it really allowed me to explore that, you know, I probably you know, wasn't supporting my own needs. And what I want to mean by that is, you know, like you need to be your own cheerleader. You need to be, you should be your biggest cheerleader in life, not look to your best friends or your parents or, or your husbands or wives or anything like that to fill that void for you. You need to be your cheerleader. You need to talk up what you do, to, what you do. You need to celebrate your way when when something great happens, you know, you need to lead that, you know, like, um, you know, and it's the same thing. You need, you, you need to love yourself first before you can love anybody else. You need to know how to support yourself. You know, getting into a relationship isn't, you're not getting in a relationship to be loved or to be supported or, or anything like that. You're, you're, you're in a relationship because you're in love, not because you need to be loved. So, yeah, I want to say that again, actually, you know, you're in a relationship because you're in love, not because you need to be loved. It is your responsibility to love yourself and to be loved and allow yourself to be loved. So, you know, this is what I said, you know, like, so, you know, your life, you like this incarnation of your life, you get it once. Your time on this earth as you are right now, you get this once. And it is up to you to live that life the way that you want to live it. You know, like, do you want to get, you know, do we get the end of the timeline and the end of life and be like, mm, I wish I had did this or I wish I had done that or get to the end and realize that those little moments that you just ignored were the moments that actually meant something. So, you know, having a look at that, you know, like, you know, for me personally, I like to make the moments count. So even the most mundane moments you know, I might be catching the train. Well, you know, what can I do on that train ride to make it actually mean something? Could I listen to a meaningful podcast or an audio book where I'm actually learning? Could I take a moment whilst I'm doing that to look out the window and see, you know, some of the, you know, the beautiful buildings or, you know, notice people with smiles on their face? You know, like this is what I'm talking about with the sort of self-love is that you need to make your life, your own life special. We can't look to other people to make your life special. You need to make your own life special and you need to show up as your cheerleader to be able to do that. So, you know what, like I have a couple of practices that I do that probably seem really funny. You know, I'm the first to, you know, to celebrate. Like, so the other day I paid off my credit card debt and guess what? I went and bought a bottle of champagne because it was worth celebrating. And then my hubby got all excited and, you know, he celebrated that with me. So it was something that I initiated the celebration, but then it was something that we both celebrated together, which was really fantastic, you know, and it's the same with, you know, any sort of achievement, you know, like if you're just making that moment really special and making it mean something and celebrating it, you know, this is, this is all part of self-love, you know, like, and, and, and creating, 
or designing a life that you love. I cannot express that enough. You know, like it is the little moments that count and they're the little moments that equal up to these big moments. So, how can you make those moments special? That's what I want to encourage you to do today. Like what is it that you can do to make the little moments actually mean something? You know, like, and sometimes, like for me personally, the one way that I like to do that sometimes is, is to stop in the moment and just acknowledge it and just sort of take stock of what's happening, you know, and like, so if my, my son randomly comes up for a cuddle and just looks at me and says, I love you, mommy, you know, I'm going to sit there and stop, you know, obviously I'm going to say I love you back, but I just want to make sure that I'm present and aware in that moment and just to, you know, really remember that moment. So, and it's just, and a lot of the times I always look to the universe and go, yes, more of this, please, you know, because I want to acknowledge that this is something really great in my life. You know, I like to set up little rituals and little, you know, traditions, you know, like brunch on Sundays, you know, these little things. I've spoken about it before, but, you know, when it comes to self-love, it's so much more than just being like, oh, you know, I love myself. No, it, it actually, you need to back that up with those actions. You need to be your cheerleader. You need to fulfill your own needs first um, and your personal needs. So, you know, like as I said, you need to encourage yourself. You need to support yourself. You need to love yourself. You need to celebrate yourself, right, before you can expect other people to come to the party. And you know what? Once you actually start doing that and then you invite other people to come to the party, then boy, is it a party right? And the moment is so much more special because it means saying to you, the other people have gotten on board because it means something to them too now. And then you've just, you know, you've just changed that moment in your life. So, it was really, you know, that first part of it, just really speaking about that sort of, you know, first, you know, self-love. But on the other flip side of that, then we, you know, we need to talk about sort of self-care and we're going to dive into that now. So, self-care. What do we mean by that? What do I mean by self-care? I mean, with there's so many different, you know, and like self-love, there's so many different sort of interpretations out there as to what that can mean. But there's a few things in particular that I want to talk about today. Now, when we talk about self-care, you know, like, and this is the same of, you know, and this is where I'm talking about putting yourself first, looking after yourself and investing in yourself. And the reason why I'm focusing on those things is because, you know, they can sometimes be things that are, you know, I want to change that narrative. I want to have the conversation with you guys so that we can change the narrative and we can have the conversation with other people because this stuff is not selfish. This stuff is, you know, this stuff should be second nature. This stuff should be prioritized because here are a couple of like little things, you know, there again, you know, my old sayings, you can't pour from an empty cup. So if you are out there being superwoman, super partner, super wife, super mum, super businesswoman, super, I don't know, anything, right? And you are putting everybody else first or putting everyone else above your own needs and you are running on empty. I want you to really ask yourself, what is it then that you're giving the people around you? All right. So think of it like a, like, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. So think about your cup is empty and you are just running on fumes and you're just trying to put everybody first. What is it that you're actually giving them? The dregs of the cup. So you're not actually giving them 
the best of yourself. You know, you're giving them the worst of yourself, you know, so as much as you mean well and you mean, you know, you wanting to put everyone first and look after them all, but if you're not actually looking after yourself as well or replenishing your own needs, then you're pouring from an empty cup. You're giving them the worst parts of yourself, you know, like, so this is why we need to change that narrative, why we need to have that conversation because, you know, you need to fill your cup first. And so that when you're filling from your full, fresh cup, you're giving everybody around you, whether it is your your children or your friends or your colleagues or your boss or your husband or your wife, your partners, your friends, whatever it is, you're giving them the best of yourself, Imagine that. Imagine if we all kind of just walked around giving people, you know, not what's left, but the best because we're taking that time for self-care. We're taking that time to fill our own cup with whatever it is we need and maybe what it is we need is 10 minutes of meditation a day. Maybe what it is that we need is for our mums to look after our children so that we can get an hour worth of sleep. I don't know, you know, like it's different for everybody, but, you know, maybe it's going out and playing a hit of tennis or jumping online and playing a game or watching, you know, a sappy movie or, you know, going to a bar and drinking a bloody cocktail just so that you can feel like an adult for five minutes, you know, whatever that may be, you know, that that, that in itself, is it's not selfish. That is replenishing your own cup so that you can give your best to everybody else on a day-to-day basis because you give so much of yourself and what you give of yourself. And that's what life is all about is giving, is giving parts of yourself to other people so that, we can just all live in a community. Now, you know, another part of that as well is learning to set some boundaries. That we have to set boundaries. We can't just be, you know, letting people walk all over us willy-nilly that's making us miserable. Like we have to set boundaries. And a long time ago my dad once said to me, he goes, you uh, well, sorry, I'll rephrase that. My dad said to me, people treat you the way that you allow them to treat you. So let's say that again. People treat you the way you allow them to treat you. And that comes down to boundaries because if you allow people to treat you like shit and get away with it, guess what? They're going to treat you like shit because they know they can get away with it and that's how they think that you want to be treated because you allow it. So, Seti, I cannot stress the importance of setting boundaries with people. You know, there's, you're going to come across all different sort of, um, you know, I think when it comes to people and everything like that, everything, or just in life in general, everything is a um, sort of a transaction of energy. You know, you're giving your energy to people and people are giving your energy to you. And it's the same when you walk into workplaces or situations or environments. It's all energy right? And I think that, you know, we, there's part of us, we need to protect our energy and what it is that we're actually putting out there. And part of this is just knowing about what it is that, you know, what's the basics it is of what you need to thrive as a human being. And, and I think sometimes this comes with um, sort of experience in life that we get a little bit better at doing this. But, you know, I'm going to use some examples of work. And I like to use a lot of my own real world, you know, examples because, you know, I want to talk from from experience. So, for me, you know, like I, I do have boundaries set around work about, 
especially while I'm at uni at the moment and I spend so many days there and, you know, when they want me to fill in extra shifts and stuff like that, I, you know, I will where I can. But then also when I know that I need to not do that, then I'm quite comfortable in saying no. It's the same with the type of people, you know, like um, with what we consume in life, you know, like so I – you know, recently, very recently, you know, on things like Instagram and stuff like that, is that I've unfollowed so many accounts because, you know, it's a little bit about, again, setting those boundaries of what it is that I want to see in my life. You know, like I don't want to sit there and, and, and focus on negative stuff or, you know, and you can get on there and some things without, you know, being directly negative are quite negative or harmful to your own mental health. So, you know, that sort of stuff as well. And that comes down, you know, even the people that I associate with and putting those boundaries down because, you know, I can't allow other people's toxic or negative energy to, to invade mine. So, you know, learning to say no is a huge thing about boundaries and setting boundaries, you know, communicating and telling people what it is that you need from them, you know, is also setting a boundary, you know, not being available 24 seven to people is also a boundary. Maybe you need boundaries within your work, you know, of times that you're actually going to answer your emails and not being, Oh, quick, I've got a notification. I've got to reply to it right now. We just need, you know, you need to set those boundaries. And it's the same, you know, it's like setting boundaries with your children and stuff like that as well. How will they learn to set their own boundaries if we're not willing to set boundaries either? You know, like, and I, and I talk about an incident that my my son had at school where he'd had some run-ins with this particular kid, but Connor is a very kind child and, you know, this kid, there was a physical alteration, altercation, sorry, with this kid and Connor ended up befriending this kid because he felt sorry for him because he didn't have any other friends. But down the track, and that was fine, you know, that that's, you know, that's gorgeous and it's just, you know, they had quite a cute little friendship. But later on down the track, what we find out is that this boy, you know, was saying some really not nice things to Connor, you know, on a daily basis you know, swearing at him, putting him down. And, you know, I had to have a conversation with Connor. I said, you know, people treat you the way you allow them to treat you. I said, and you need to set boundaries, especially when it comes to your friends, you know, and you need to let your friend know, you know, like I said, do you want to be spoken to like that? No, mummy. I said, well, why are you letting him speak to you like that? And are you saying that he can't speak to you like that anymore? Because he needed to learn to set that boundary of that was not an acceptable way to talk to a friend. You know, like, so, and this is the same thing. This is from me learning my boundaries to then teaching him how to set his own boundaries as well. So, you know, and this comes under that self-care, you know, what, what are we teaching the next generation and sort of breaking that cycle by doing this sort of stuff and having these sort of conversations and making sure that we are prioritizing ourselves and setting boundaries, healthy, healthy boundaries. All right. Now, the other thing I do want to talk about as well is investing in yourself. So again, you know, like we all want to be the best versions of ourselves out there, but we can't do that if we feel guilty about potentially investing in ourselves. So as you all know, 
you know, I've said it in a few episodes now, like I quit my full-time job to go back to university to study fashion design. And, you know, and I've been at uni for four years now. So that was four years ago. I sort of turned our family life upside down from going from two full-time wages down to, you know, one wage and a casual two-day-a-week wage. And I did that to, you know, and that was like, that's an investment in myself and not, you know, it's not a cheap investment because not only is it what we're not getting paid per fortnight, but also the $30,000 in tuition fees that I have to pay as well. I can't tell you as well how much, you know, and this is something that I'm currently working on is how much guilt that I associate with that. Like I feel guilty because I went back to uni. I feel guilty because I made our family live with a smaller wage there, you know, there's a lot of guilt about that, but why is there a lot of guilt about that? Because at the end of the day, you know, I have invested in myself to then do a career that I love and a career that I'm passionate about and a career that potentially, you know, will bring in more money than what I would have seen over the past four years anyway, you know, and has a longevity about it, you know, and that allows me again to pour from a full cup because I'm, you know, you know, before this, you know, I was jumping around from job to job every two years because I get bored because it's not fulfilling me in any sort of way. So I had no longevity of these sort of careers. So, you know, like, and they were just, you know, mentally, you know, draining me. And again, you know, about, you know, so I've taken that time to invest in myself and I just, you know, encourage, you know, like if, if there's anything out there that you want to do. So, if you want to go start a business, go start a business. If you want to start a podcast, go start a podcast. You know, like there's sort of you want to go back to uni, you want to study or you want to do a course because, it's you know, for whatever reason, like you have the right and you are worthy to invest in yourself. You are absolutely, you know, and I think that's where this comes down to and where this guilt over investing ourselves comes down to is because we feel that we're not worthy to do so. But again, we have one shot at this particular lifetime, you know, regardless of whatever you believe, you know, like it's, you have one shot. You have, you know, let's get our little M&M on, you know, one chance, one opportunity. No, but you do. <laughs> um, sorry, that was like the worst mum joke ever. Um, but, you know, you are worthy to invest in yourself and because do you know what happens when you invest in yourself? You know, y- y- you become better. So, you invest in yourself, you're a better person. It means that you have more to give. It means you have more skills to give, you know, than your children in my case. You know, they see me investing in myself. So, guess what? They start investing in themselves as well. And it's this flow-on effect that just happens by doing this, you know. Like, so I can't, you know, if there's something that you actually want to do, find a way to do it and don't feel guilty about doing it, you know. Like, maybe it is that you want to do a new exercise program, you know, why shouldn't you invest in your health? Where there's a will, there's a way, right? It's It could be anything, but you, you really, you need to believe and you need to do the work to believe that you are worthy to do this. You are worthy to start that new exercise program. You are worthy to look after yourself. You are worthy to expand your skill base and your knowledge base so that you can get a higher income. You are worthy of doing this. 
All right, so do repeat after me. I am worthy. I am worthy right now in this moment exactly as I am. Big breath together. I am worthy. So I'm going to end this episode here today with that. I really hope that you've enjoyed this episode and that you've got something out of it. If you have, please like jump onto the socials, take a screenshot of this and tag me in your Insta stories and I'll share it. I want to build that community. I want to build the Queenhood community and I just just get out there and share it. And I want you to say, I am worthy. I want you to claim it. All right. And share with me the ways that you are doing some self-care and some self-love. I want to know. I want some tips from you guys. I want to see what it is that you're doing. I really look forward to chatting with you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Queen Creations Radio. Now, if you're interested in joining the Queenhood, make sure you subscribe. Follow us on socials, including Instagram at queencreations underscore au. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Look forward to chatting next time. Bye.